Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben, and I'm here with Lucy. Hello. Hello, and yeah. everyone can see our beautiful faces. Now the FBI can track me down. I'm not too happy about that. <laughs> Based on the, you know, your room and the background, the sounds yeah. going on, <laughs> they'll be able to pinpoint you exactly. Yeah, so I won't be on next week, because I'll be in hiding. <laughs> You've ran away forever. <laughs> Nice. Uh, so we decided to uh, mix things up. Out of Lives is kind of going to video as well. We're going to be putting stuff up on our YouTube page, uh, including this. So everything's gone to video. FAQs, guides, walkthroughs. Yeah, walkthroughs does make life a little bit easier. Take me back to the nineties. Just need a nice just, written just guide. Yes. Yeah. Just text. That's fair. Yes. Turn left at the Vauxhall Tree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, so Out of Lives is going to video, as is everybody else. Uh, but we thought, at least for Tanked Up, we can show you what the beers look like now, rather than you waiting several days for me to actually upload something to Untapped. You know, Lucy's pretty shit hot at doing that, gets it up pretty, pretty swiftly. You know, maybe the day after, the day after that, whereas I'm kind of... I still haven't put up our um, Cannibal Run beers. Mm. I'm so. on Untapped either, so... I'm not shit <laughs> <laughs> I think it. Yeah. yeah you're fine, you're fine, you're better than me. Yeah. Um for this episode, um, you know, we're we're still figuring out like our setup and how things work. So what you see now will not be the finished product. It, it is a work in progress. Plus when Adol comes in, that's gonna fuck things up completely. Yeah. Having three people plus a logo or something else in another corner, it's not gonna look like this. So things will change as we go. But should we start talking about games and have some beers uh, games not really much news recently so no nothing seems to have been happening uh, so I think straight into beers <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea what are you drinking I am drinking a beer from uh, St. Francis Brewing Company who are in South Africa uh, this was part of the beer 52 box when they went to South Africa it's called yep. Crom River it's a wit beer uh, let's have a look. Any flavour text? Well, they uh, put in the dictionary definition for the word stoked. I think we know what oh, that yeah, means. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cheers, but um, no, no flavour text. Five percent. Uh, alcohol is addictive. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> Brilliant. What are you drinking? Um, um, I am going to drink one of those um, one of those two beers that I'd mentioned previously, um, not last episode, but maybe the episode before. You know, um, breweries that I hadn't tried before. So this is the first one is Material World, which is an American pale ale from Two Tribes. It's five point five percent, and there is flavor text. So I put the can up for people to see. Whilst I read the flavour text, uh, Columbus, Cascade, and Amarillo hops combine to deliver an APA for the next generation. Brewed with a nod to the ones who came before us, 
Say no to the material world and yes to a small batch beer with hints of grapefruit and citrus. That's it. I like the can. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, with the with the St. Francis with the Whit beer, I seem to remember that being the first beer I drank from uh, from the Beer 52 box uh, full of South African beers. Yeah, it would have been a good place to start because it tastes like a Whit beer. Nice and refreshing. Yep. Would be very good on a summer's day. It's it's just a bit mild today. It's not really hot. Um, you're in the middle of June, but sun's been missing for a few days, which is good because we've been inside watching E3. But yeah, it's um, <laughs> color. It's it's not straw. It's darker than that. Very 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 light amber, like slightly orangey. Um, it's pretty clear. You can see. All the way through, it's not not got any haze or anything. Um, it's it's weird describing this now. Now that people can see, I'm just like here it is. You can yes. see it. You you can see exactly but what it's I'll like. I'll shut up and drink, and you decide for yourself what it looks like. Yes, and then you can tell us what it tastes like. Because the only thing, the smell and the taste, is now the only thing people won't be able to. Um, you mean we I don't, don't have smell vision yet? Not yet. It's We're not quite there yet. It's getting close, I assume. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to just sit on this beer for for about 20 minutes because... <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, dear. And I don't even think the can was fizzy. It's gone from my shelf to the fridge this afternoon and then back out here. Um, so... Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's got a good nose to it, though. Yeah. Mine has a slightly... Orangey, orange peel, peppery kind of note to it, um, but the taste, okay. tastes, you know, it tastes like a whipped beer. If you've ever drank Blue Moon before, you'll know exactly what it tastes like. It's, mm. uh, it's crisp, slightly creamy, um, light-bodied, really refreshing, um, slightly citrusy. So yeah, I, I'm okay. enjoying this. Nice, nice. Mm. Uh, I, I'm definitely getting a, a, the, the citrus off the nose, and it, it it came straight out of the can as well. Sort of almost as soon as I sort of cracked it close to me, mm. I could I could get that. And you're I'm not sure I'm getting much of the Amarillo, but definitely the Columbus and the Cascade sort of kick in straight away. Mm. Get past the head, make sure it's not on my moustache. Now we're um, now we're on video. Um, <laughs> That's the worst thing. I have to not be dishevelled. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> got to put. Oh, like, I've got to make sure I've had a haircut and shit like that. Um, <laughs> At least we still don't have to wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. It's very true. Um, this is nice. You don't quite get the citrus maybe quite as much on the flavour as you do through the nose. You know, there's mm. other stuff coming in. There is definitely a grapefruit flavour there. There's maybe a little bit of other sort of fruit creeping in as well. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the... The citrus and the grapefruit go very well together, but there is definitely something there additionally as well. Um, but it's a nice bitter beer too. That's got a lovely bitterness which kicks in straight away. It's not mm. it's not a really heavy kind of bitter, uh, but it's just this this light bitter which which kicks up maybe a little bit of a notch when it gets to the to the end of of the flavour, and it's quite dry as well. So you do instantly want to go back to it. We like our bitterness around here. We do. We definitely do. Mm. And it's that that bitterness sort of goes very well. It sits right in the back, uh, and it allows those more fruity and the citrus flavours to 
sort of come to the fore a little bit more. Um, the bitterness just kind of backs it up really nicely. Um, and you're sort of left with that bitterness. Mm. Maybe a slight hint of the fruit, only very slightly. It's like a, maybe a, a very slight sort of fruity sweetness, but that's that's it. It sort of hits you at the end with that bitterness and that stays with you. But again, it invites you to, because it's so dry, want to keep drinking. So you're constantly sort of refreshing your palate with that with that fruit and citrus kind of uh, combination. So it's good. The head's gone good. down, you know. A, a decent amount so far, so good stuff. Good start. Off to a good start. Very good start. Yeah, yeah. Very happy with that. So, are we going to talk about some games that we've uh, that we played before we kick into to E3 because we didn't get a chance yeah. to talk about games last week. So we've got kind of a couple of weeks to catch up on. But yeah, I think I mentioned um, last time that I'm probably only going to play one game anyway. Mm. Uh, you know, with it being E3 week and with there being so much to sort of consume, I found it very difficult to get in any gaming time because I'm watching so much and listening to so much about games. Um, yeah. What about you, Lucy? How have you found um, this week? I well, let's just get into it now. Hollow Knight was um, released on Switch, and I've been playing that. I was yes. Playing that until two a.m. two thirty last night. It's a good game. It's good Metroidvania. It's... Have you played it before? No, I was waiting till the Switch port because yeah. it, it made the rounds last year. Um, it was released on just PC last year, and you know, obviously lauded because, from what I can tell, for probably about four hours I've put into it, it's a very good game. Um, mm. So I wanted to wait and just experience it on the Switch because I'm never going to play it on PC, especially because <laughs> it's meant to be. Very long game, and right, okay, I, I can see that happening. Um, it's it's classic Metroid. It's feeling lost and isolated in a weird world, weird mm. bug world. Um, bug world, yes, because nice. <laughs> all the enemies are like bug-like and like mantises <laughs> and mushrooms and stuff like that. Uh, the mm. character design is really good. The enemy design is really good. Uh, the animation is fantastic. It's just a beautiful game to look at. Um, yeah, you might look at it from like screens and think, "Oh, that color palette is a bit pallid and you know restrained." But when you actually get into it, I will not get sick of this art style, even you know twenty hours on. Um, nice. But yeah, I'm unlocking new abilities. You know the classic uh, wall jump. Um, I think I've unlocked really two abilities so far only. Mm-hmm. There's quite a lot of backtracking because. You don't get a conventional map. Um, at the very beginning of the game, there's no map at all. Um, and then once you start earning some currency by, you know, fighting more enemies, picking up little coins. I forgot what they're called. Is it geos or something like that? The form of currency. God, but, I don't but, know. Yeah. <laughs> but once you start picking up that, you can go to these shops and the uh, tellers in there will say, oh, we've got these items to purchase, these charms to, um, that we can offer you. And one of the charms, first charm that I picked up is, um, well, you can purchase maps also, but one of the charms that I got was to see where your character is based on the map. Because mm. um, okay. it's not like Metroid where you're given the map in the top, you know, top quadrant your of position the screen. is shown yeah in like a little red dot mm. or something like that it's just you're given a map it comes up very easily um you just press 
whatever L1 is on Switch, ZL or something like that. Um, and you bring up the map, it, it's it, the world is still going on behind you, so you have to bring up the map um, when you're out of reach or out of combat. Uh, but it, it is seamless, you just bring it up. Yeah. I, d- I don't know if... Because I'm not familiar with the game and you know, what it originally released at, as. I don't know if that was something they implemented later due to fan feedback or mm-hmm. if it was in the game from the start. So apologies to people who played the game originally. I- I'm not sure. But um, yeah, then you can see the map. But you can only purchase maps when you find a little... I think his name is... What's his name? Some weird name. But Gary. It, yeah, Gary. When you find Gary in, in this area and say, Gary, can I buy a map? He's like, yeah. And it will show you the map for that area. But until yeah. you find him, you just can't see a map for that area. Okay. So You've just got to explore. Yeah, which is refreshing. I mean, that's what Metroid, the first Metroid was. Mm. It's like you don't know where you're going. You're just exploring. You're obviously going to backtrack, but... In this game, backtracking is fun enough. Um, I'm enjoying the combat. I'm enjoying... Uh, what, what, what's a pretty smart way to deal with health is mm-hmm. that you're basically building up a meter. Uh, that meter can also be used for like special abilities. I've only unlocked one so far. But um, it, it's also part of your health meter. So you've got like five little health bars. Mm-hmm. Um only takes one hit to knock off a bar. Yeah. Um, if you've got enough of that meter, you can then refill your health bars with that meter. So, okay. Yeah, so that's pretty cool implementation of the health bar. But early impressions, is it? Yeah, it's great. I see why people liked it. Definitely going to keep playing it. Mm. I was playing it for probably another two hours today, so I've probably put about okay. six hours into it overall. So, so yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Nice, yeah. nice. That's very good. Mm. Uh, it it definitely was kind of like on my radar when it first um, when it first released, mm-hmm. but I just never never pulled the trigger on it to, um, yeah. to pick it up. I think it just came out when there was just other things that um, you know that I had to play, and it it kind of wasn't that high up my list of, of something to pick up. Um, mm. But it sounds really good. Yeah, Metroidvania. It, so it's always going to get two thumbs up from me. How <laughs> how does it? Um, because what was it? What's it called? Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Yeah. That's the most yeah. recent um, Metroidvania that you've played, isn't it? How does it compare with with uh, that? Because hmm. you know, it's very difficult to just say it's a Metroidvania game. This hmm. is how it compares to this. Because obviously they'll do different things. They'll unlock at different you know rates. They've got different pacing and stuff. But how does it kind of um, well? How does it compare? Which did you prefer? Do you have a you know? Do you have a preference at the moment? Um. Bloodstained isn't your conventional Metroidvania. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's more just an action platformer like Castlevania okay. One and Three were. Um, not so much two, but there are branching paths. But you're still getting in, get going to the same destination in Bloodstained mm. after like one or two rooms. So it isn't Metroidvania in that sense. So this is completely pure Metroid whereas Bloodstained yeah. is pure Castlevania in more ways than one <laughs> obviously okay. but, uh, so they, they take either side of the, yeah. sort of the Metroidvania yeah, yeah. So, spectrum hmm, yeah. Mm. 
it's, it's so weird now because it's like Metrovania, Castlevania, and it's like where did those all collide? I, I think it's Symphony of the Night, but this is much more Hollow Knight is much more mm. Metroid, and Bloodstain is much more original Castlevania. Sure. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Enough. Fair. Yeah. Are you? I assume you're still just playing it, kind of on the handheld rather than in the in the dock. I only put the switch in the dock once. And that was to do the initial update on take one. <laughs> Which you had to do, I should. Yeah, I, I think yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only reason why. But nice. no, the, does it, mm, Doc's collecting does it tr- dust. <laughs> mm. Just sat there. Does it translate yeah. well to kind of being um, portable? Is it very pick up and play? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, it, anything's good to pick up and play really on the Switch. Because it's, like, um, it's like Vita. It just suspends it in that place and you can just... Yeah. Um, get back into it straight away and yeah it's really I mean graphically it's beautiful especially on that um, screen up close mm. and it's running well you know I don't know what how many frames it's running but I haven't seen any dips in performance or anything like that yet so okay it's great nice mm. good good yeah um I've been playing mm. XCOM 2 you see this is the beauty of being on video now I can't go to sleep anymore <laughs> you can still roll your eyes and kind of zone out and just sort of look no, into the, no, towards the ceiling XCOM 2 it was PS Plus game yeah it's free so it's free this month on, mm. on PS Plus um, I loved XCOM Enemy Within um, which was kind of like the reimagined um, version of XCOM uh, or the re-release uh, of XCOM what, maybe five years ago or so now? Something like that. Maybe a little bit longer. Uh, I seem to remember I played that as a PlayStation 3 PS Plus game uh, and really enjoyed it. Um, XCOM 2 is very much a direct sequel. It's exactly the same kind of gameplay. They've made some tweaks. They've updated stuff. Um, The interesting thing about it is that in XCOM, where you're trying to stop an alien invasion... In XCOM 2, you're you, you you're basically under alien rule, and you're kind of this resistance that's flying around in this ship, flying to different areas and stuff, uh, and mm. you've got this kind of like overworld meta game um, where, well, I suppose that is really that is the the main crux of the the game. You, you you fly around to different areas, and you have to liberate different places, get in contact with different small like guerrilla cells and stuff in, in different areas of the world, and all of this takes time. And whilst time is ticking on, the aliens are building up to some special project, which I assume, if it hits the top, is like game over. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm nowhere near that yet. And every time they seem to put a point on, I, I manage to counter it and go and do something which takes a point off. So, hmm. at the moment, it's very much kind of imbalanced for me. There's not really been a swing either way, which is great because it kind of still keeps that tension that you're like oh mm. they've gained a bit no I've brought it back it's cool it's oh they've gained a little bit oh no, I've brought it back it's cool without feeling kind of under pressure or like it's too easy is that throughout um, the whole game that push and pull that sounds stressful um, <laughs> I think it, that, I assume it must be if they take over I mean, will that undo all your progress or I assume if they take over that is the end state and I just would have to start again I guess Jesus no um, wonder I, I don't play these games Yes. Um, I'm playing it on uh, playing it on normal. Mm. There is an easy, and then I think above normal, there's two harder settings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm playing it on normal. It was the one that basically said, if you played XCOM before, play this one. Mm. 
you know, without it saying if you want a challenge or anything like that. So yeah. I kind of started on that. And whereas in the first XCOM, I kind of felt a little affinity with the characters that I'd created. And you really felt it when a really high-level character was killed, like, mm. in the field, you know, in the in that isometric kind of battle situation. Um, whereas with this, I haven't felt like that. Um, I've, I've, I've retained characters, and I've lost yeah. characters, but I just, I don't think I've quite clicked with the, you know, with the characters, maybe as I did with the first game. And maybe that's just because... I'm having a similar experience right. um, to how I did with the first game, so I've already I've already felt this, um, and the first game gave me a newer experience in, in bonding with sort of like a squad and losing members mm. and trying to replace them with somebody else, and now it's kind of just yeah that is just what happens. Is that because uh, you know... haven't characterised any of them to look like? Oh your no, I've characterised I've characterised two of them oh. so far. <laughs> uh, no, one of them is currently as close as I can possibly get to Geralt. From Witcher Three, well, and the the other one, you're gonna, you know, model them on your family members, and that's why well, you'd feel so maybe lost. It's, maybe Not it's a little bit easier to lose, Geralt. you know, Geralt. Um, but the other one I've done is um, is Aloy as well. Oh, I'd be upset losing so, her. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm slowly getting through them. I I was gonna do um, Senua, oh, yes. um, from Hellblade, mm. but. I haven't found the right hairstyle yet. Mm-hmm. She's been a difficult one to, to get. And obviously, you haven't got full <laughs> customization of these guys. You've got yeah. 10 hairstyles for women, 10 hairstyles for men, five faces for each. So, you know, mm. you could you could make duplicates. You can make everyone look exactly the same yeah. if you really and wanted to. And cannon fodder at that point. So, Completely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Completely. And then maybe that's the way that you should do it. But they've, you know, they've introduced uh, new enemies and you know, they've kind of tightened up the combat a little bit as well uh, you still get that frustrating uh idea where you you know you've got a character with a shotgun mm. who will get really close you get next to, on the next tile to an enemy and it says it's a 95 percent chance that you'll hit them and obviously the number generator in the background rolls whatever it rolls and it comes up as one of those five percent and you miss them and you just think for fuck's sake how how what fucking stupid untrained knobhead stood next to someone with a shotgun and can't bloody hit them i uh, i don't know like that's why i this don't play one. these games yeah, strategy games yeah. are just too brutal and punishing for me it's just like that's fair you push against me i'm just gonna push the eject button and never play this game again <laughs> yeah and that it, it's fair it's kind of I don't think I'm quite feeling, as I said, I wasn't feeling the affinity with the characters as I was with the first game. Mm. Maybe I'm not quite feeling this as much as I was with the first game as well. I very much feel that if something comes along, I could quite happily just put it down. And I'd probably, it's one of those games that I'd probably return to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm. when I've got nothing else to play, well, that'll go never to the top happen. of like, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> go to the top of the backlog. But, uh, but yeah, I think at the moment, I'd feel happy putting it down. Um, and as part of the kind of E3 announcements that Sony made. They've just made um, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 free for PlayStation Plus members. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I have that game. But, it's not good. Well, I don't think I can... I haven't loaded it up yet. I've downloaded <laughs> it. It's on my machine. But when I went to download it, it asked me which I would like to play first, hmm. zombies or multiplayer. Not single and player. Didn't, and didn't include <laughs> single player. And that was the one I wanted oh. to play. It's writing um, on the wall there, isn't it? But well, <laughs> Don't bother yes, play the single exactly. player, because I'm not going to have any in the future. It's fine. Yeah. Well, it kind of made me think, 
you know, I, I downloaded the, the, multiplayer look, first. I thought honestly, if I'm going to jump into something. The single player is absolutely awful. So I, there's no point even recommending that to anybody. It's Fair. awful. Fair enough. It's yeah. worse than Ghosts. It's bad. Ooh, Ghosts was not good. No. I played Ghosts at a friend's house as well. I didn't even have Ghosts, and by the time I'd finished, I was glad. Mm. Black Ops Three. I didn't. Like I didn't ten times worse it. than Ghosts for me. People who like it. You do you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I no, no you're wrong. I'm sorry. I can't even joke about that. You're wrong. I if thought you think I'd give Black it a go. Is good, but, well, yeah. I thought I'd give it a go. I thought I'd see what it yeah. was like. They've. Um, yeah. I don't know whether they're th- free. But they've just put in, um, as one of the other announcements, they've just put in some re-revised maps from the original Black Ops. Oh yeah, that's why they... Oh, hold on. Let me just download Black Ops 3 now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game now. <laughs> so that's, that's more that's more why I wanted to, to play yeah. it. Because I have such fond memories of the first Black Ops. Mate, that, you should just... You know, Get an Xbox One and just play the first Black Ops with me. Oh, just backwards compare. I did yeah, buy that's, Black that's Ops. Mm. I, I, my my brother's still rocking a PlayStation Three, mm. and um uh, and for his uh, for Christmas I bought him Black Ops because mm. there's still on even on PlayStation Three there's still about fifteen thousand people that play that game. Yeah, me. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're on Xbox One, that's aren't you? You're not on PlayStation Three. So there's so probably I can at least three thousand playing on Xbox. <laughs> Well, I just thought maybe the numbers were a little bit, you know, yeah, I'm on 360. Maybe on Xbox One, the numbers are a little bit higher, perhaps, you know, yeah. give that game sort of new life in bringing it to backwards compatibility, mm. uh, and people kind of jump in, especially if it was their, you know, if it was their favourite Call of Duty, as it's maybe. The best one ever. Well, it's a bit different than the like Modern Warfare remaster because essentially that's a completely yeah. new game, so it'd be new servers. You're not tapping in and playing with people who are still playing the original release maybe i don't know maybe you are but i i highly doubt it mm, yeah that's interesting to think maybe it's separate servers i'd imagine so i don't yeah. know anything about technology so who knows hey what did it take us about it took us about half an hour to get to this point with doing a video <laughs> bloody yeah. stream so every video game is on the same server <laughs> fortnite and Black Ops are on the same server. Yes. How do you know they're not play with each other? That's very true. Food for thought. This could all just be a, a simulation <laughs> on one server, couldn't it? Really? Yeah, we're not real. <laughs> That's it. Does that make this pointless? Everything is pointless <laughs> except beer. <laughs> Have you played That's anything true. else? Uh, no, I've got a few that has, games to talk about. That has been that's been it for mm. me. Okay. Um, I started yeah. it before. I started it when uh, the month rolled in, yeah. when I was able to download the games. Uh, started playing that because I dropped Mass Effect Andromeda. Started playing that, and then we kicked into Gear on Out of Lives for E3 and started doing you know you know like prediction videos and starting to chat about what we were doing for stuff. So, kind of my game time dropped out a little bit as we were mm. you know, upping our kind of production. Yeah. Uh, time a little bit and then E3 kicked in and I've just spent the last four days doing nothing but hanging out with Evelyn a little bit putting her to bed yeah. and then just cracking straight into all the of the stuff that's yeah. been released in the coverage so yeah well um, and even even then I haven't caught up with everything no it's too much there is it's too, too much, much. But, um, yeah I've been on a switch binge like lately so mm. there's two other games that I want to talk about the first one I'll touch on briefly Mm. Um, it's called Shape of the World. 
Okay. And if anyone's ever played Proteus before, mm. it's similar to that, just in my opinion, a lot prettier. Still abstract okay. in its art style, but um, you know, it's more graphically intense. You're just walking around a, you know, several environments. Um, the world is sort of building around you as you walk through. Yeah. Um, there are these like triangles always on the horizon, so it's always, you know, pinpointing you where you could go next, should go next. Um, mm-hmm. You do have the option to explore the worlds, um, but I've found the like soundtrack compelling and, you know, compelling enough and like pushing me forward to. Yeah. To go to the next uh, destination, so it's sort of got a really good soundtrack mixed in with your actions, which is nice. nice. Um, but yeah, I kickstarted this game, and okay. it's. I think I've kickstarted about two, three games, but the, this one I kickstarted um, on Xbox. I actually played it on Switch. The dev was kind enough to offer me a Switch code. And I was like, Quality. thank you. Um, Paid for your game happily, didn't need to do that, but um, thank you very much. But yeah, I played it on Switch and it's great. I, I do plan to revisit on Xbox um, at mm-hmm. a later date, So, but I can't speak to that uh, version. But I imagine playing it on a bigger screen, it's even better looking and you get that whole sure. surround sound if you got a setup. Uh, that's good enough. But yeah, on Switch it's, it runs well, um, not too many hitches. Um, it was just an, something that I just sat back with and just like... I just wanted to relax. I think I came back home from work. So I just feel like relaxing. I'm going to play this. Yeah. And it was just a good, probably three hour experience or something like that. Um, and you can revisit the chapters as well. But it was just a nice short experience that you just play it. I played it in one sitting. It was just relaxing. It was nice. Nice, nice. chill out nice. game. Be- because we don't, um, you know, we don't really kickstart or-, or fund many sort of mm. projects and stuff. Did you get the? Um, basically, did you did you kickstart for the amount of money that would get you the Xbox code? Yeah, yeah. So I got my Xbox yeah. code. Um, but yeah, he just offered me a Switch code. It's like you can play it before. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get impressions out uh, prior to its release, but. Yeah, I've been championing it as much as I can on Twitter and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, it's a really nice, relaxing game. Um, nice. I, I I remember playing a build at EGX. Was it last year? Um, and EGX is a completely wrong place to play. You just want to relax. You don't want to be around people, even though they got really good headphones at EGX. But mm. I was like, I was just put into the middle of the game. Didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And it was, and I didn't enjoy it. I was like. I actually kickstarted this, and I was like, oh. But the final product and just playing it on my own, you know, completely turned me back around. It's really good. Yeah. Mm. It's a nice. Proteus like. I was going to, I really liked Proteus. Again, yeah. I think that I'd was. I recommend a, checking a, this out. It's on PlayStation as well and PC. Yeah. I, I think Proteus was a free PlayStation Plus game on PS3 at some point as it well. Was. It was. I, I started playing it on Vita, and I didn't get too much mm. into it. I think it was a bit too abstract for me which it is was weird. very abstract <laughs> yeah. i don't think there was much of a uh, a goal you just no. hit different sort of experiences as the seasons changed and the night day yeah. cycle kind of went on different things would happen in different areas yeah which is fine um, it's like just explored yeah like hohokam was like that as well it's like this game is sim- very 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 similar to that i must stress that but it's because you always had that triangle on the horizon signaling where mm. you should go next which kept me going 
and why yeah. I enjoyed this more than those two experiences. Completely, you you can mm. always turn off and explore, but you know yeah. that you can just do a 360 and find where the triangle is to just start heading back there when you've had your fill of exploring. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last game I want to talk about is called Yoku's Island Express. And oh, I've seen. I've seen. Yes. I've seen chats of this on Twitter. Yeah, it's really good. It's a yeah. pinball Metroidvania. Again, Metroidvania, <laughs> thumbs up from me. But uh, I'm not a fan of pinball. Okay. Don't think I'm good at it. In fact, I know I'm not good at it. <laughs> but I was, <laughs> but I was uh, able to navigate through this pretty comfortably. It's quite a. Mm. It's just a very relaxing, cheer, cheerful, uplifting happy game soundtracks yeah. great visuals are great um it for anyone who doesn't know it's like a 2d game you, you're basically playing it as a beetle who's a postman <laughs> pushing around a uh, ball which should be a dong ball but it isn't but um basically you're you navigate like a normal platform there's no jumping but you navigate left to right using the uh the sticks or the d-pad just like any other platformer but instead of jumping um the analog is basically you're getting the flippers like in pinball mm. and you're controlling these pin uh pinball flippers with uh the left and right trigger i guess it's that for every controller that's what it is on the switch where i played it but um so to get to other new places you're basically going through pinball tables mm. and navigating the areas and the space in that way and there's different puzzles and then you know there's like boss levels which are multi-ball and stuff like that so it used it's a very good homage to pinball mm. without requiring that twitch skill that pinball okay. needs and that yeah may turn away players like me who are not good at p pinball it's like um i, I liken it to golf story last year mm. i don't like golf like earthbound kind of rpgs are just like mm, no i'm okay and it's <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah golf story was a mix between those two things and it was fantastic it was one of my favorite games last year yeah yeah and it's just amazing how people can innovate and bring two different genres into one thing and make it work seamlessly mm. and just nice. yeah I, I fully recommend picking it up cool mm. yeah sounds good Ooh, yeah. two, two, or well, three, I suppose, three good experiences. Yeah, uh, there's a fourth, but oh. I will really quickly touch upon this one. Okay. Because Flashback is coming to Switch in a few weeks, and I was like, how come there's not enough games like Flashback and what is called a novel world now, or Prince yeah. of Persia? So like, how come there's no more games like this? And I just googled it, like, what what's a good flashback like that's come out in recent years? And um, there's this cool game called The Way, and they've actually remastered it for Switch. And I, right. picked, I picked it up on Switch because it was on sale as well. It's got, like, mm. nines, 9 out of 10s on, like, Steam, I think. Which is not always the best aggregate, but I was like, what people are saying about it, it sounds, sounds good. And it's like, it yeah. sounds like, you know, flashback and this all this and that. It was a light flashback <laughs> with all the frustrations <laughs> that flashback has. <laughs> with uh, not the best of platforming 
cool yeah. puzzles that you have to figure out for yourself, you know? Mm. And uh, that was cool, but yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a decent experience for what I was looking for. Cool. Which is probably what nobody else is looking for. High <laughs> experience. Like, Someone might. Someone no, might. It's just me. And all those people on Steam were probably yes, like 40. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Everyone <laughs> hankering for the, the days of yore. Yeah. Yeah. Check yeah. it out. It might still be on sale. The way remastered on Switch. Nice. Yeah. Some good some good recommendations this week for, yes. for games. Um, mm. I'm going to crack another beer. Huh? And. I think yeah, it's about you, time. You good? Yeah, just good? one more mouthful. I think it's about time. Nice. And then we can crack into some E3 chatter. Uh, we spent. What do we spend? No. Th- over three hours. Obviously, we talked about beers as well on the Cannonball Run. <laughs> Jesus Christ! If you sat through our whole, uh, you know, good, good on you yeah. for dealing with us for three hours. Give yourself a nice right. pat on the back. Mm, mm. Mm. Good. Some feedback we've had from Alex Waite suggests <laughs> yeah. that you can tell when that third beer kicks in. Xbox is stupid. <laughs> no, PlayStation stupid. <laughs> Oh, it's good that we're professional about this, isn't it? All yes. the time. <laughs> oh, I've cracked me, I've cracked me bottle. Uh, what am I drinking? So I've got like a little. It's not quite a stubby. It's a three thirty ml bottle, but they've done it in the fashion of a stubby, which I like. Mm. I like that. Uh, this is the name I couldn't say. Popples, Popples <laughs> West Coast India Pale Ale from, I guess, Popples Brewery. Yes, maybe Popples. the beer is called the West Coast. Yes, yes. The, the West Coast IPA. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's the only English mm. on the bottle, apart from guacamole and pizza. The Futurama beer. Yeah. I yes. Remember. Almost mm. yes. Mm. But it is six point five percent. It yeah. does tell me that it's at it's forty IBUs. It's the hey. only other. That's the only other info they put on there. Yeah. You, you know what? Not to get nerdy for a second, but. IBUs, like sometimes I see like oh it's twenty IBUs, but it's like this this tastes like eighty IBUs. It's like <laughs> such a weird gauge. Like sometimes I feel beers are more bitter than the IBUs would suggest. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's hard to go by that um, metric for me sometimes. I'm um, I'm having a bad week. I've already I've already got mostly head. <laughs> Pouring this week is not going well. Well. Never mind. I'll tell you what I have. What's that yes. Goes down. Yes, please. Uh, it's called Eight Bit. So, one of my favourite ah, genres yes. in video games. Uh, it's a collaboration beer. Yep. Between Brewdog, Brewdog, Brewdog Brood as well, isn't it? Yes. Because, mm-hmm. as you can see, it's got their. Oh yes. Their yes. Uh, format. Their. Their look to it. Um, oh Jesus, there's more. Uh, Cloudwater. The brewery. <laughs> I've never. Just the brewery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah spelled B R U E R Y. I can't read cursive, obviously. No one can see that. Never no, mind. No, I can't see that. Not quite. No. Not quite. Yeah, Daya. Uh, Magic Rock. Stillwater. Uh, Seventh Sun Brewing Co. and Northern Monk, so that's why it's called Eight Bit. There's yes eight different brewers involved. Um, 
Let's read the flavour text. Eight breweries, eight hops, eight percent, one monumental beer. Brewed over our AGM weekend, it is unfiltered liquid testimony to the power of collaboration. A smooth, juicy and full-bodied New England IPA with console loads... No, don't say that. With console loads (laughs) of stone fruit and tropical fruit aroma. How much is that? How much is one console's worth? Well, if it's Xbox One and the world's most powerful console, then it's eight teraflops worth of flavour. <laughs> Followed by Bite, Bite spelled B-Y-T-E, mm. sized bursts of peach, mango, pineapple, papaya, apricot, lime, grapefruit, and orange. It's a lot. Well, so if we're going to eight teraflops down to a bite, <laughs> then we're uh, you're not going to taste that too, are you? No. <laughs> this beer has more hops than Microsoft Azure Studios. Prior to... <laughs> Is that what it prior actually to Monday. No. <laughs> prior to Monday, it did anyway. All <laughs> heading towards a bittersweet finish. 8-bit game over. Nice. That makes Fine. it even better that it's your hot take as well. <laughs> Not anymore. No. They, they acquired no five studios, so now they have five studios. So, there you mm. go. My biggest, my not my biggest bugbear. It's great for Microsoft to be picking up these people, but for fuck's sake, Ninja Theory, oh, you've gone, you've hey, gone from my hey, grasp. Hey, they, they, play they, on PC. they just said that they didn't want to be working contract to contract, and I can respect that as, I mean, for doing it for they've been around for ages. They have since like the early two yeah. thousands. Mm. Like imagine. Well, uh, Heavenly Sword mm. was a PlayStation Three launch title. Which was two thousand and six, and I believe they had a game before that as well. They had one other game before that, yeah, which is lost from my memory. Mm. But no they, 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 well, they charted all of the games that they'd made in the the explanation video they did for why they um, why they went with Microsoft, uh, and it all makes sense. It's a very good sort of business decision for them. Uh, they've been offered sort of you know complete creative freedom to do what they want to do, which is absolutely brilliant, whilst you know having that little bit of extra bankroll from Microsoft, having the resources mm. that Microsoft can bring to them. It's a fantastic yeah. move for Ninja Theory. And not even to think this next project is, is going to cripple us financially. You know? Very much, mm. very much. Um, I can't remember, I can't remember, the, the pure rumour, pure speculation, absolutely pure speculation, so do not take this as writ whatsoever. But I, I, I hate rumours, but I did hear... Mm. Uh, that they offered themselves to Sony, and Sony said no. Hmm. And then Microsoft swooped in and said, "Yes, yeah, well. we'll give you whatever the fuck you like." <laughs> Apparently, uh, Hellblade cost ten million to make, only ten million. Mm. That is That's crazy. a quality, quality game. That's crazy. Mm. Amazing. Anyway, I can't smell mm. nothing. I can't smell Beers. anything. So it's got that brew dog. Uh, tick on it straight away I can't smell anything on the beer I can smell a bit of maltiness mm-hmm. but that's after inhaling for about five seconds yeah nothing nothing it's got that it's got that sort of that haze that almost juice bomb kind of yeah. profile that look yeah to I'd it, say that's hasn't the it? cloud water and the day yeah bit more of a head perhaps than uh, you know it hasn't hasn't Dissipated, dissipated too much. Yeah, it's still a little bit there. I'd expect 
slightly more for it's like it's eight percent strong, but it's not really strong. So, mm, mm. but yeah, it, it's got a, looks like it's a very good looking beer. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, um, it's a bit of yeast floating around. It's always a good sign. Lots of flavour for those eight hops. I'll see what it tastes like. How's yours? Mm. Um, this is really good, but I'm finding it really difficult to describe what's going on. There's this almost, I don't know whether it's kind of like this slight caramel kind of uh, note to the nose. Mm. It's being sort of tempered down by something that I can't quite put my finger on. There's not... There's no sort of... Uh, I'm not getting a huge amount of sort of fruitiness to it, but on mm. the flavour... On the flavour, I'm... I'm perhaps getting... That caramel has pulled back even more on the mm. flavour. There is a little bit of that there, but I think the malts are doing a little more. It's it's a little bit sort of biscuity, maybe slightly... Not quite oaty. But it's sort of moving towards that kind of flavour. Um, with a slight, a very, very slight, maybe stone fruit coming through. But that's been sort of pulled back a lot by whatever's going on with the malts in there. Um, this is, for 6.5%, this is so, so smooth. It's so easy to drink. Mm. I cannot tell that this is 6.5% whatsoever. It's so light. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a 4% like crisp lager by any means but it's kind of in terms of the the, the flavors coming through they kind of they work really well and they mask any kind of alcohol going on whatsoever i mean this i i could i know that i could just down this mm. instantly and have absolutely no problems <laughs> with it whatsoever it's such a yeah. light such an easy beer to drink this is yeah. really fucking good that's done done <laughs> i'll buy that's 10 more of these you, please uh, yes i've got no idea what's in it <laughs> but full of full of yeah. arsenic white spirit antifreeze you know it's all in there yeah, but it's all good stuff yeah huh. but they've done it well i'm glad i'm, I'm envious of you because i'm on the complete opposite end of the scale with this beer mm. when they say there's you know no smoke without fire this didn't smell of anything. <laughs> I was going to say, it smells slightly soapy. Okay. I was like, oh, I'm going to hold off on that. But mm. it certainly tastes slightly soapy. Right. I was looking if there was any coriander in there, but there isn't. But I don't know how you can have eight breweries and eight like fruits in there. It was given all the biggin, like papaya and passion fruit, lime and stuff like that. That's what they said. There's only there's only a bite's worth of, yeah, said, of everything yeah, in there. So. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Eight teraflops of water, one bite of flavour. This is not a good beer. It, oh, it's no. not. It's not at all. It, it looks the part, but tasting it, there's no fruit in there. I I can't. I I can only taste like a little bit of soap. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. You can taste a bit of the alcohol, mm. but what's the point of I? I might as well just drink like overproof rum and just get my alcohol fixed there. There's no point drinking this. It's it's flavourless. Yeah, yeah. I'm so disappointed. It's, it's when you go for that bottle of Jägermeister buried at the back of the freezer, isn't it? Yeah. It 
what is this? Like, uh. like I, I bought it because on I don't know where the price tag was, but it was like five six pounds. But I bought this on the basis that oh, yeah, it's Brewdog. I don't really buy their beers. I don't want to pile on Brewdog. That they're, they're fine. I I, I like probably one yeah. in the ten beers nowadays because not a lot of them are that good in my opinion. But I was thinking, you mm-hmm. know what they've done. They've done a collaboration with some of the best breweries in in England. Yeah, it's got to at least be. I was thinking this is going to be quite a good beer. I don't know what happened. Did they just all just say, send it like a fax up to Brewdog and say, can we have this hop in it? And they put like two hops in the boil and that was it. <laughs> Shocking. It's got. To, they've got to. <laughs> you would imagine they've sent someone. To be, you know, part of that brew process, but is it a case of? Um, I don't think anyone was there. The broth type thing, you know, there's so know. many people there that maybe only one person was actually doing anything, and everyone else is just sat around chatting, exchanging stories, and just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, and getting drunk off like beers yeah. from Daya and Cloudwater. Yes, actually yeah. I brought them. a case of this yeah. for us to enjoy. Yeah. Like, brilliant. It's yeah. one of those where I think it's like the people who are like. I don't want to sound snobbish or elitist right now, but like, oh, I'm getting into craft beer. I've heard that the hazy ones are good, and they drink this, and they're like, this is a good beer because it's hazy. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> That's what I feel like this is. <laughs> this is awful. That, don't buy it. I suppose it's it's that, that kind of like next step up. So people who have kind of drunk maybe brew dogs and they picked up their supermarket beers, the Sierra Nevadas that you know, they've drank for a little bit and maybe mm. some stone and, and stuff like this, you know. Yeah. Some decent kind of beers that are available quite widespread. And then Brewdog have gone, Well, you know, we do our what is it, like their three name series where they do like a, a small batch brew and it's called three random words, isn't yeah. it? Is, is the name of it and stuff. Um and they do other small batch beers and the fanzine beers that have been going out as of recent I understand yeah. have been going down quite well uh, mm. but this kind of almost feels especially at maybe like the six pound mark perhaps that it's mm. the next step up from what they're doing in terms of the market that they're trying to go for and maybe they're trying to push the people who drink yeah. you know, a lot of brew dog beers up to that next level and introduce them to other brewers as well mm. but maybe they've you know as you're saying maybe they've missed the mark on that and I want to see um, how this is rated, like I'm just on untapped. Like, yeah, I'm genuinely curious if it's just me, or if it actually really tastes like nothing. But this is I'm just going to down this just to get that alcohol content because when you're drinking a beer like this and it's like there's not even any flavour in there. Yeah, less yeah. flavour than a one, you know, a table beer of your. Then it's like, what's the point? Mm. Anyway, E3, that'll make me happy, talking about <laughs> good games. <laughs> Let's talk about the good games, mm. the excellent things that we've seen of E3. Should we start with Hitman? <laughs> Just caught me off guard there. <laughs> so, have you got another two hours to spare? <laughs> no. Well, completely up to you. Uh, yeah, it was shown before E3. Uh Warner Brothers are now publishing it, so they had their own little yes. live stream. Everyone was like, "Why is it not Superman?" It's like because this is better. Yeah. Because Rocksteady, I love you. I don't want you to do a Superman game, but um. Well, they're definitely going to be. Superman's lame, like really lame. Yeah. The only good Superman 
in video games I've seen in Injustice because he's like a bad guy. <laughs> so that's why he's interested. Mm. But um, yeah, Hitman 2. I mean, all the streams that I've seen is this Hitman. If you play the 2016 game, and you should have. Looking at you out there, you should we, have. We've talked about it enough. Yes, and if you haven't bought it, uh, there's something wrong with you. But you can still try it out for free anyway. But it's more of that. It's they've they've tweaked things slightly to um to respond to fan feedback. People were crying out for like a briefcase coming back in. Um, that's oh, now the back in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just happy with the game. I wasn't like on the forums going like, I want this and I want that. I was like, just give me more. Just give me more. It's I'm too playing. hard. Give me a briefcase sniper <laughs> rifle. Yeah. Mm. Because to be fair, that. That was paired back a lot. Guns were not a. Guns were the very last resort. Yeah, Hitman. very much. Yeah, yeah. And if you're bringing out a gun, then you've just played the game wrong. Well, like uh, unlike Absolution, which at times yeah. pushed you shooting to, gallery to use sometimes. guns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think, from what I can tell, blood pools actually have a real world consequence usually you could just like Ooh. kill somebody and it's like there's a pool of blood there and someone just walks past it <laughs> it's like that's not like, oh there's no all. body yeah <laughs> must be must be paint yeah. <laughs> someone just spilt some red wine and it's like yeah <laughs> so i think that now has more of a consequence um but other than that i haven't really seen much more uh differences maybe maybe there's more like They've gone a bit more specific in some areas, like when you show up on a security camera, they've got like a little live feed of the camera or something like that. Nothing that's mechanically uh, yes. different. Yeah, so um, much. I, I did mm. hear. Um, oh, I you, saw one of the mm. extra interviews that the devs were doing, and they were saying that they have done a lot under the mm, under, under the, the hood, hood yeah. as they suggested. Um, one of those, which is quite a big thing, this is the crowd. Is now hiding crowds. Mm, yeah, Assassin's Creed style. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. which is okay. Yeah, I think given the crowds more of a purpose is certainly it's good enough. It's a good enough step in that direction because usually they were just set dressing, and now that they actually have a mechanical purpose, that's that's nice to have. Yeah, very much. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but it's the same Hitman, which is great. It's going to be game of the year this year. Sorry, Red Dead, but sorry, uh, Spider-Man. Plus, you get the entire game. In yeah, one go. I, I, I'm, I understand it, and mm -hmm. selfishly, I want it to be episodic, but that's not good for IO. It's not good for Warner Brothers. It's not good yeah. for anybody. So, let it be all come out on the disc. Yeah, that's fine. If if they can then add maps, new maps on top of that, and lengthen out the season and have like mm. Hitman season 2.5 or something it's like the maps aren't on there's six maps on the disc we're going to have another two in the future as DLC yeah. or something like yeah. that yeah one in three months or one in two months time and one in four months or five months time type of thing yeah yeah it'd be I'd really be good just to extend that. the extend that and then on top of that do the the escalation missions and, mm. and everything that they kind of yeah. you know they, they churned out almost weekly wasn't it really yeah it was uh, for that for that first yeah. season or for, for Hitman yeah. the, the revised version so yeah all the yeah. live content content is coming back so it's a good thing I, I can't wait yeah. I can't wait it um, I've, I've, I've re-downloaded it onto my PS4 
um, as soon as I watched that Miami trailer and <laughs> yeah. then the devs talking about it, I'm thinking, fuck, I need to play Hitman again. Yeah. The fact that you can slap someone with a fish this time, it's just like, yes, they get it. They, they, <laughs> Hitman is still awesome. They still get yeah. why it's fun. Well, it, oh, one of the best one of the best moments of Hitman was dressing up as Santa Claus and then shooting out the glass bottom of a hot tub and you just think that's this is this is absolutely absurd and absolutely brilliant yeah. at the same time. Mm. I'm just glad that they've made a sandbox where they can just go absolutely crazy stupid with it. It's all like how GTA do it. It's like you can just make it as stupid as you want. Mm. That's great. Not everything, you know, like a, a character who has like no personality is just serious, stone stone face serious, and it's just all this wacky crap going on behind him. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's just a great juxtaposition. It's just so stupid. Video games are stupid, and that's why I love them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are brilliant. Yeah, in so many mm. ways. Mm. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks really good. It's definitely mm. again for me. It comes out about a week. Uh, what is it? The four is it the thirteenth or fourteenth of November? Thirteenth. Something like that. Thirteenth day before Fallout or something like that. Oh yeah, Fallout seventy six mm. is November as well. Yeah, I'll be Nobody I'll be getting hit, man. Yeah. yeah, everyone yeah. will be getting a hitman. No one wants everyone. everyone. Well, everyone is. Everyone's crying about Fallout on the internet, aren't they? Are they? My game's multiplayer now. Oh, it's, it's for a different audience, I think. Very and much. that audience is still not me, so I'm fine. So I don't care about Fallout <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm nice. not affected. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Mm. Neither am I. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it comes out a couple of weeks after my birthday, so I know exactly what I'll be treating myself to. Yes. Yes. Um, in in the month of November. Yeah, and um, at, yeah. just a quick note is that I think they're demoing it, demoing it on Xbox, so that means no exclusive content. I don't think. Oh. <sighs> Which just I mean, it makes me so happy because it's like I played every inch of Hitman. I did not want to buy on PlayStation to play a few more contracts. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's going to be any exclusive content. They would have said that before. With the pre-order bonus, I would have thought so. Point. Definitely, yeah, mm. yeah. Which is order so it good. on this to get this. Order yeah. it on this to get this, <laughs> rather than them just saying, "Hey, pre-order now. Here's mm. the game." Exclusive content sucks. It's like I get it why they do it, but it sucks. Just don't yeah. do it. Mm. Yes, yes. Well, uh, we we don't know. One of the games that I was looking forward to, we don't know whether it's exclusive or not, um, and we got. All of the information that we were possibly going to get from E3 for it, um, and that's Final Fantasy VII, and that's absolutely no information whatsoever. That right. game was completely absent this year. What the fuck is going on? Um, is it Nomura? Is it him? Who's doing like Kingdom mm. Hearts and got which got delayed again? Got to, just, yeah. just I, I just wouldn't bother peek behind the curtain of Square Enix. I just wouldn't bother. It's like because it's literally a building of, on one fire. One of the worst parts of the, yeah, mm. one of the worst conferences. Um, oh, yeah, it was it was it was needless. It's like if you're gonna say say you're gonna have a conference for the first time in what five years or something like that, make a statement. Make you know, put your games out there and say this is mm. what we've got coming, but this is what's gonna happen in the future. I understand why people don't want to put things in their conference that are too far out, but. Yeah, it's like we know about all these games. The only new one was probably that platinum game. I don't even know what that is or remember what it is. I just remember <sighs> platinum are there. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, mm. There was no point to it, but hey, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tomb Raider looks cool. It looks like Predator. <laughs> like great. <laughs> Just give me that game. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, uh, uh, Tomb Raider was an odd one for me because when it showed at the Microsoft conference, uh, I picked I up. I thought that was a, a great few... trailer. It was a great trailer, mm. but there looked to be some sort of like technical issues. There's a couple of bits which looked really kind of uh, un- unfinished almost. You know when she's got, um, there's there's parts of it where she almost, I don't know whether it's paint or whether it's mud across mm. her face. Yeah. But it almost looked like you could pick out each of the square pixels around the edge of where that kind of that paint was. And I don't know whether it's just because it was a quick take and I I, I had a quick... You know, it, it appeared and then sort of flashed off the screen again. But parts of that trailer, to me, kind of looked just a little bit technically unfinished, almost. Oh, and this I, game I is meant to be... Uh, it, uh, well, I, I might be wrong. It might have just yeah. been, you know, a flash and my brain picked it up as mm. that. Uh, but this game comes out in September, right? Yes. You'd imagine 14th? it's probably pretty pretty good to go you know they must be going gold yeah. at the end of maybe july sometime and then so they've only got maybe another six weeks of development mm. time before that that starts getting pressed yeah so you'd imagine it's pretty good to go and they're just ironing out bugs at the moment mm. rather than there being maybe you know visual issues perhaps yeah. maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong i haven't i haven't gone back and looked at it yeah to, to, I, to say yeah that. neither have i it, it looks it looks fine to me but as I said maybe I wasn't looking into it more maybe your concerns are valid but I'm not sure Possibly. Anything, well. just playing the last few games um, I know it's Crystal mm. Dynamics are working on the uh, Avengers project also which we saw nothing of but um, mm. it's more Idos in Montreal but I, yeah. I'm sure it, it, it was the same way how I felt about Rise. It's like I'm not sure if I'm ready for another Tomb Raider, but I trust the team, and the previous game was good, so I'm going to buy it just to support the team. That was my yeah, yeah. favourite game of 2015, you know. Mm. So I, I'm sure this will do the same. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it looks good from from everything mm. I've seen. Sort of like that that stealth kind of gameplay. That almost like Rambo-esque or Predator yes. kind of stalking through the yes. jungle. You yeah. know, you can see kind of Lara's evolution through these through these three games, and it kind of doesn't doesn't put Uncharted to shame as such, but it brings up that whole you know Nathan Drake can just mercilessly kill everybody. <laughs> this looks like she's she's yeah. full on like she's just like a jungle murderer, jungle fucking crazy and just just murdering everybody mm. with some brutal kills yeah. as well and I, I know everyone's had a problem with that narratively um yeah. especially how last of us 2 looks like every kill has a consequence and like it's Man. more visceral and everything but i don't care i don't mind i don't mind slaughtering everybody i yeah. don't need a narrative <laughs> in like tomb raider there was a t-rex in like <laughs> PS1 mm. ones. It's like in the second game. Was it the second? Was it the second or the first? I, I, I was thinking it was. I'm trying to remember the first. The first was such a good game. Second was a good game. Carry on, Last of Us. <laughs> um, yes, mm. that that does lead yeah, very remember? well into the Last yeah. of Us. Yeah. Mm. My God. Holy shit. I I absolutely loved it. Um, mm. You know, I I love the Last of Us. It's one of my favorite games. 
So I'm probably yes, there it is, there it is. Uh, I'm probably a little bit not not biased as such, but I probably sway. Um, you know, my thoughts are probably already thinking if this is as good as the first game, then this is going to be absolutely this is going to be brilliant. And mm-hmm. the tone of what they showed and that uh, juxtaposition between yeah. kind of Ellie being cool. uh, you know almost happy, maybe. <laughs> a little bit sort of melancholy yeah. uh, and kind of maybe thinking to herself oh, and when she says I mean I even said it to Scott when we did the Facebook live stream of the Sony conference when she said um, uh, the, the girl, is it Dina? I'm not uh, sure the I'm, character I'm that she's sure. talking to, I can't remember but um, she says oh they're, they're terrified of you and they're talking about like uh, you know the chemistry between them and mm. all the boys wanting Dina instead mm-hmm. and I instantly said to Scott, Scott that's not why they should be fucking terrified of them. <laughs> yeah. And it then just bleeds into this absolutely brutal killing run mm. that Ellie does and this gunplay that looks really good. And she's so fucking badass. She's and again, badass. I said to Scott, she's more badass in this 10 seconds than I will ever, than I will be in my entire fucking life. Yes. Like, and it, it just, it, the, just the, the, the way that that trailer works. Such, such, you know, such power. Force. Yeah, so force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but that, so that trailer... I mean, that trailer worked so well. Uh, and for yeah. me, I think, on reflection, mm. was was the highlight for me of the, that Sony conference. They started it off with that, and, you know, the other stuff was great. Ghost of Tsushima I really liked. Um, Death Stranding was... Who fucking knows what's going on there? Uh, and Spider-Man was fantastic, <laughs> but I think that The Last of Us 2 just, just nailed, mm. absolutely nailed what that game is going to be like. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I'm... I'm not. I'm so torn. It's like because, on one hand, it's like I never wanted a second game. Never. Yeah. I've gone yeah. on record that this is gonna my this Last of Us is my favorite game of all time. Mm. I, I don't want to get my hopes up for the second one, because, can it eclipse the first one? Make poss- probably, but maybe. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> make those uh, assumptions. But yeah, it was a good showing. Um, I'm just, I'm just. It's like I was already convinced. We we spoke about this with uh, Moody on um, our post-conference reactions, and yes. so I was convinced. Um, I think there is a bit of smoke and mirrors going on. I don't think it's going to be that seamless or fluid. Yep. If anyone can yep. do that kind of stuff, it is Naughty Dog. But that is very much a vertical slice in mm-hmm. all its senses. If it's not, then. Then everybody what? else, stop what you're doing. This is what video games is, and you should emulate <laughs> that. Just go away, everyone. <laughs> Spend no more, another six no more years Metroidvania, on your game. Yeah, no more Metroidvania. No, those are fine. Those are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Keep those around. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't. I, I just can't. I, I can't get too overly hyped about it. But yeah. I, I, I do agree. The um, juxtaposition between um, Ellie being happy what it looks like and um you know all that killing in the middle and then going back to that scene i thought that was really well done um it it convinced me more on the story than uh the previous trailer did yeah Mm, so so yeah it's like yeah great yeah and and to not to get political at all but you know showing a lesbian kiss on like a triple a game on like the biggest Mm. stage at E3. Good on you, Naughty Dog, you know? Yeah, yeah. Good on you. 
Mm. There's definitely there's definitely some kudos in that. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's I like, think that even mm. even made um, like national news. Kim Kim even it. you know All Kim right. even said to me that she heard um, the the morning after that had been shown on Radio One. Oh, they wow. were they were talking about that. So that's great. It's like yeah, Last of Us. Um, like I, you played Left Behind, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, if you haven't, I'll absolutely go go out and play that. I think that's the best DLC ever made. For it's me. very yeah, it's but very good. Yeah. I would say that because I think the Last of Us is the best game ever made. But anyway, um, you've not played was... Witcher three yet, have you? Said? No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Second best DLC ever made. But it's like I always thought Ellie was straight, and I was like, Ellie's okay. a badass and she's a tomboy just like me. I was like, oh, she's actually a lesbian. Ah, it would have been cool if she was straight, but it was like. You know, actually, it's cooler that she is a lesbian because her being straight and just justifying that to me is nowhere near as cool as it is for, you know, all the feedback that Naughty got, Naughty Dog have got from, like, you mm. know, people who say, oh, this helped me with coming out and this helped me help realise the person that I was and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I can absolutely put away my, you know, like, wanting Ellie to be a certain person for that it's like that's way way cool that's way more important and it's like i didn't know it made like national news that's that's huge Mm. that's great it is um i i i think i was probably in the same boat as you i don't i don't know i picked up anything during Mm. um the last of us which would have suggested her orientation but i don't think i even thought about it i don't think there was any point in that game where i thought oh ellie you know ellie Um, you know, might be attracted to this person, or mm. you know, she might get, you know, they're they're in a a community situation. She might get with this person, especially when they meet like Joel's brother, and suddenly yeah. they're in a, you know, they're in a kind of like a commune, and there's other people there. I don't think at any point I thought, oh, mm. Ellie can, you know, find someone and all of this sort of stuff, and that that never kind of occurred to me. Yeah, and that's what um, they did so great in The Last of Us. Like, yeah. is it Bill who? Yes. Who yeah. had a partner, and it was. You know, he meant partner in like relationship as well as yes, he partner did, yeah, in survival, yeah. and it was a bloke, and it was like it didn't overtly explicitly say that. Not at all. And it's like, as you said, there was nothing in The Last of Us to pick up on that Ellie was a lesbian either, and it's like I was just like, oh yeah, this is like me, so I'm gonna, you know, transpose my my personality <laughs> on that character because Ellie's a yeah. badass, and I'd like to think that I'm a badass, but I'm not. So it's like you know you're you're in that mindset. It's like you've got a beard, you're Joel. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were Joel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's how it is. <laughs> so yeah, but there's nothing you know. But it's it's great for a. That's what Last of Us has always been. The creators of that series want to tell that story. Mm. They don't care who you are. They will tell Completely. that story. It's yeah. always great. Fantastic. And it's always it's always my argument about. Yeah. Uh, not not criticism against games. Everything can be criticised. Mm-hmm. I got no problem with things being criticised whatsoever. And criticism is good because it helps you iterate and it helps you build and it helps you improve. Mm-hmm. But the, the any people coming out saying, "Oh, it's just because SJWs now control the world," or oh, they're pushing their <laughs> political agenda," they yeah. make whatever the fuck they want to make. Yes. Yes. They are going to make their game, and that yes. is what they should make. They shouldn't pander to anybody. They shouldn't have to be pushed in a certain direction by anybody. No group or certain, even if it was the other way, mm. uh, uh, you know, like 
Gears of War, uh, I suppose, at least maybe for the first couple of games, is always called out as like bro shooter, and it's yeah. all these ginormous, gruff guys going around and all this sort of stuff. That's the game they wanted to make, and that that's mm. what they made at that time. Yeah. And Gears <laughs> of War, it probably it can move us into Gears of War, but Gears of War have shifted what they're doing as well. Yeah. And you make the game you want to make. Maybe that changes based on people coming onto your team you know like the narrative team maybe change a little bit or the director of the game changes a little bit mm. uh, we saw it with uh, with god of war with cory barlog sort of like leaving and coming back to santa monica and stepping back into yeah. god of war and taking on the new game and putting across what he wanted you make the game you want to make and no exactly. one should kind of sway you maybe you, you know your team of course have input and it is a a communal effort but of that team of the people making it no outside mm. forces sort of influence that and we're seeing that a lot more with with games i think and i would hope at least uh, you know we see that with naughty dog and maybe yeah. we're seeing that with with gears of war with the new gears of war coming out yeah that's a good transition actually but whoever cannot like relate to spoilers for the last of us left behind but when they both get bitten and then riley's just like Oh, maybe we can just stay here and lose our minds together, and they're yeah, clearly in love. Yeah. If you can't relate to that, then something wrong with you. Completely. And it, more I mean, more so hasn't... than anything else. There's something <laughs> inherently wrong with you as a human yes, being. Yes. Yeah. Who hasn't had that little like photo booth moment as well? You know, yeah. It's kind that of... was great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. There's yeah. There, there's there's some there's some absolutely fantastic mm. little set pieces in that yeah, DLC. But, yeah. But it's like God of War a game. You know, it's got Kratos, like, masculinity. It's like, who doesn't feel like just wanting to slash things with an axe after, afterwards? You can relate to anything. It's like, you yeah, can relate course, to yeah. Gears, and as you say, Gears, good transition. I can't wait for Gears 5. Not because Kate is a main player, that is great. I think Kate mm. is, was probably the most interesting out of that trio. Um, obviously, outside of Marcus. Marcus and Dom was clearly a gay love story, so... I don't know what anyone's talking <laughs> about. The gayest. <laughs> Brilliant. But yeah, Gears 5 looks really good. I cannot it wait does. for that. I it didn't does. expect it to be there, even with the rumours, but that looks really good. I cannot wait for Gears 5. I love Gears. Mm. It's probably the only Microsoft um, IP that I actually really like, or yeah. like it at all. Don't like it. They, mm. um, they gave us a date of 2019, mm. didn't they? Uh, but... Is it the Coalition who mm -hmm. make Gears? Um, 2019 seems a little bit... Um, Soon? Seems very close. Seems very close. Yeah, it's like I didn't need another Gears game, but when you show, mm. show me, it's like, yeah, I need another Gears game. Yeah. It's like four... Gears of War 3 is the best out of the series for me. Um, judgment was not, so Not so. Judgment. <laughs> <laughs> not so much. Uh, not quite there. But... When they mentioned Gears 4, I was like, okay, I'm ready for Gears. And mm. then I saw the demos and I was like turned off a bit at like E3 probably like four years ago now or three years ago. A bit turned off from that. But then when I played it, it's like, this is just good, dumb fun. The yeah. last of it, uh, last last like, like portion. Uh, ben, you're probably never going to play this game, so I, I don't mind spoiling it. No, crack on, crack on. <laughs> you play in like a massive mech suit. It's like it's like Pacific Rim at the end. Right. And it's great. 
just, <laughs> it's just so fun. It's just a fun game. It's like that's what I don't think so many games captured like nowadays. Like my problem with Hellblade, sorry, was that it just wasn't fun, and I get why it wasn't. But to mm. play something like Gears, which is just yeah, this is just dumb fun. Sure. We've got a bit of a yeah. story, but yeah. who cares? You're playing as a massive mech at the end. It's great. Yeah, and that's almost what you get from, you know, going to the other team and mm-hmm. such. That is what you get from Uncharted. Uncharted yeah. was never kind of that super serious game. It doesn't have a serious narrative. It was always that very pulpy, uh, uh, very fun kind of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Very similar in, in terms of it being like a third-person cover shooter, really. Um, but mm-hmm. I think we've we've kind of seen almost like a, a, a maturation yeah. of... Not just games, but you know, specific studios as well, as they've kind of grown up. And suddenly, you know, it happened with Naughty Dog with maybe The Last of Us. Uh, Gears or the Coalition seem to be shifting a little bit more in what they're doing mm. and bringing something that's maybe a little more not narrative based, but yeah. that takes a little bit more care over that and actually um, tries to tell something a little bit different, a little bit more grown up. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously yeah. we saw it with other other games last year with Hellblade and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. we we seem to be getting into a a state with the medium where uh, games are more grown up now. Um, mm. You know, Metroidvanias and stuff like you know Guacamelee Two, which I don't seem to think I've seen anything of this E3. No, um, which is a shame. It's like it is, it is. But they they all have their place. They're, yeah. You know, they're fun. They're really good to play, mm-hmm. but. We a lot of studios now have this opportunity to kind of take it up a notch, yeah. Uh, and we but, are seeing yeah. a lot more of that. The funny thing is, is that Gears is, from what it looks like in the trade, it's going more back to that like survival horror that the first yeah. few ge- Gears was. <gasps> it's the it's new like, Dead Space. <laughs> Not quite that much survival horror, but just by the looks <laughs> of it, it's the, you know like the dark environments. It looked like she was on her own rather than it like did, yeah. a party of four, yeah. and it's like. That could be cool. There was that there, cool. that scene where she's running through that corridor with that melee, like a, like a, either a hammer yes, or some giant hammer, weapon. Which they yeah, got from that yeah. enemy that was shown before who looks cool. Oh. Mm, mm. I can't wait. And that, that, that very yeah. much looked like she was just by herself and it completely yeah. kind of you know, took it into a slightly different tone. Yeah, it looks well. like a lone-ish mission because from the setup it's like, because it's obviously a Lotus symbol that she's got. Yep. Well, all the stuff from the previous story, you know, is tied into that. But um, yeah, it looks like this is. I'm gonna do this. I don't care if you lot are following me. I think like JD is gonna be like the, the main, not main, but one of the antagonists, which yeah. would be cool. Who uh, was like past protagonist? Is like now, you're gonna be fighting against him. Can't wait. Can't wait. Nice. Nice. Yes. Um, <laughs> we have we have no simple segue to go into to the no. next game. Just go. But just I'm, tell me I'm, why are you excited well, for Ben? I'm not going to. I finished. I finished my beer. Yes. I absolutely nailed the last <laughs> half of that beer. I finished um, mine under different circumstances. I, I'm. I want another one. I'm going to open up another me too. beer. I, I want to go get one. I want to go, go and get, get one. one. It's fine. Can I can I, just. Can I turn I can, off the I camera? Can... And then come back. Are you going to? No idea. 
video, you, mate. It's all new. Are you going to edit this? I'm not, I'm not going to edit this. Well, that takes effort, mate. I'm well, not going to fucking do that, am I? Well, 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 <laughs> well, just like the Sony press conference, everyone, we're going to go for a not quite 15-minute intermission. We're going to get up. We're going to get yeah, up I and have a slight intermission. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. I'll, turn the... I'll just talk. I'll talk yeah, for yeah, yeah, five yeah, minutes. Entertain them. I'll, I'll, I'll do the out of lives bit. Cool. I'll turn this off and I'll turn that off. I'll see. If that breaks anything, this is going to be a two-parter that Ben will seamlessly edit together. Oh. I go on holiday tomorrow, mate. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in a second. It's, it's fine. We can, see your, we can see your snowflake. Uh, I'm going to crack <laughs> another beer. I'll tell you about it when you come back. Um, so, people listening who know that Lucy is gone because I'm not editing these anymore because it's on video as well over on YouTube um, oh god this makes me sound like a complete knobhead doesn't it um, yeah I'm not going to edit it anymore because it's going to be a pain in the ass I don't really know how to edit video that's not one of my skills it's not in my skill set really uh, so go to outoflives.net it's a website it's a website that hosts our podcast a website that I occasionally write for uh, and lots of other lovely people write for or make videos for and things like that. So outoflives.net is the place that you should go to if you want to keep up with other gaming and entertainment, you know, movies and TV shows. Um, because you like us and you value our opinions. Uh, we occasionally get review codes for games and stuff like that. So that occasionally goes up if you want to know about certain games and things. Um, Mr. Moody, who is now with me on the Out of Lives podcast, which is a much more general podcast about entertainment, uh, which started just before E3. We had a week off this week and put all of our E3 um, reactions and stuff up onto that feed. So if you want something else to listen to, which is, at least for this week, much more gaming-focused, um, you can find Out of Lives on your podcast service of choice whatever you're listening to us currently on. Um, that's also a video podcast, so that's going up onto YouTube as well. And just search for Out of Lives on YouTube to find us. Find us there. Also, one thing that you should probably do, uh, and this is going to be a little shout-out to the Beer O'Clock Show. The Beer O'Clock Show ran an episode months ago now where they had a gentleman on who spoke about social media and engagement and it's an episode that really stuck with me. He very much spoke about Facebook being a very big growth market. So we've started uh, doing a few little extra bits on our Facebook page. And obviously that's, again, just search for Out of Lives. You'll be able to find us. Uh, but on our Facebook page, at least for last week and this week coming, we've had a lot of E3 content going up as well. So it's stuff that you won't hear on our podcast feeds. It's stuff that you won't see on the YouTube page. They've been little sort of like five-minute videos of our predictions, what we think we're going to see or what we want to see going into each of the conferences. And, you know, mostly that's been me, really. Me and Scott on the Facebook page doing videos. But we're going to have reactions and people from Out of Lives are going to do little videos telling us what they liked most from E3. And you may go over to Facebook and you may see my face and see me again and I'll tell you once again what I have liked in a very concise and very short format over on the Facebook page in a video uh, but yeah go to all of those things follow Out of Lives Pod as well on Twitter because Dave's been doing a stellar job of 
live tweeting the conferences and he's building that up a little bit more and getting a little bit more engaged in the Twitter community too. So we're building on our Facebook, we're building on our Twitter um, media presence or social media presence. So yeah, Lucy's back. That's yeah. the, the gump. That, that was very good uh, filling in in my absence. Thank you. Well done. And I'm, I'm sure you heard all of it. <laughs> yes, I've heard this <laughs> spiel out of lives.net. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said um, you're going to crack and open another beer because it'd just be a shame to end <laughs> on that 8 bit uh, from Brewdog <laughs> and Co. So, yeah, you've told the listeners about what you're drinking. I've not, I've not. I thought I'd wait for you so you can see what I'm Fantastic. drinking as well. Um, so, I am drinking a double IPA called Swifts or Swallows, which is from Verdant and Cloudwater. That is the can. It's very lovely. Is that uh, a greenish can? No, it's white with stripes, and that's okay. the beer. Okay. Uh, I can't see for anyone who's watching. Oh, no, I'm holding it up to you. You can't see because it's only one thing which is yeah. the recording can use my webcam yes that's correct um, so it's a white can it's a white can with orangey yellow and a little bit of blue stripes on the um, on the can uh, they have no flavor text but they tell me that the malt is extra pale ale golden promise wheat oats flaked wheat and dextrin the hops are mosaic columbus citra and galaxy and the yeast is london ale 3 mm. oh there's a little bit of flavor text underneath hang on Swifts and Swallows are superficially similar in appearance. They are, however, only distant cousins, Swifts being more closely related to hummingbirds. Yeah, I can confirm that's true. Cool, good. Yeah, I can't. I'm a zoologist. <laughs> and you've been playing a fifth game this week, Zoo Tycoon <laughs> 7. Yes. <laughs> Is that still on Xbox? Uh, more than likely. Yeah. More than likely. Sure I did um, before we move on to the rest of our E3. I did watch a lot of uh, the first season of Atlanta, uh, the week before E3. Right. Um, which is the Donald Glover, um, and I think his brother wrote a lot of the the season, um, like hip hop kind of program, oh, which is okay. really good. They play a lot of Zoo Tycoon on Xbox, and that's. <laughs> <Do they? laughs> Yes. Is that like yes, a? Do. Is that like a purposely gimmicky thing that they're pointing out? I have out, no or? idea. I have absolutely no. Apparently, idea. it's a good game. Apparently, it's a decent game. Yeah, well, sounds sounds better than the um, than the reviews that have Jurassic been coming World. up for uh, Jurassic World, which I really want to play. No, and so does Adol. Adol messaged us. He said he really wants to play it. <laughs> I think you can Adel's find not, enjoyment Adel's out of it. Yes, you, I, I, I'm sure I could. I'm yeah. sure I could enjoy it. You know. But Adol's not here because he is, at the moment, currently on site recording his um, his new comedy podcast. Not his new comedy podcast, the comedy podcast he is producing for other people. Uh, but we changed the night that we're recording this week because mm. I'm going on holiday tomorrow. Uh, so unfortunately, he couldn't be with us. Where are you going, Ben? I don't even know. I'm going to Weymouth, mate. Just going back to see me folks. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the only weekend we had free before the wedding. And mm. we have stuff we need to go down and discuss with people. Mm. So Sounds like a real to, holiday. To go. Yeah. Real relaxing. We're also, we're also going to Southampton to see my yeah. friend Rob for an evening. Okay. Who is who is going to um, exclusive, exclusive. None of our guests know this yet. None of my guests actually listen to this, so it won't matter. Um, 
He is <laughs> What's the not name officiating. Meant to me, I guess? <laughs> You're coming, actually. Yeah. Fine. I don't know what's going um, on. <laughs> it's fine. You'll see. You'll yeah. see it when you get there. Yeah. So Rob, who is is one of my best friends, who I lived with for several years, is going to be uh, leading our ceremony for us. Oh, that's nice. Yes. So we've got to go and talk to him as well. Yeah. So it's <laughs> not again. Not not a fucking no. He, he does know that. I'm taking okay. down his um, his gold and purple robe that I'm going to make him wear to um to do it in. But. E3, let's get back. Oh no, what beers? Yeah. We're beers. We're beers. Yeah, beers. Hang on. Where are we going? Where are we, what are you, what is he going on? Mate, video. Videos yeah. throw me out completely. <laughs> I'm just trying to not burp on camera. I've been doing it quietly. Yeah. Move back. Subtly. Um, I'll tell you what I'm drinking. It's a Cloudwater collaboration beer. With Square Mile Coffee Roasters. Oh. Ooh. Is that a coffee? Is it a stout? Is it a porter? It's a brown ale. Oh. Imperial okay. brown ale. I don't think I've ever had a beer Ooh. that describes itself as a imperial brown ale. No, I don't think I have. So let's 11, read it. 10, um, 11%? Uh, only 7.5. Oh. Which... Okay. Brown ales are usually like four, yeah. five, so yeah, yeah I suppose. Uh, this Imperial Brown Ale is our second collaboration with our friends at Square Mile Coffee Roasters for Uppers and Downers annual coffee beer festival. That's the thing. I have Must to go be. to Manchester. I don't like coffee, but sounds cool. Uh, we selected two roast profiles of Yandaro coffee beans from Burundi with 20 kilograms in a hot side steep and 24 kilograms in a cold side steep. A one kilogram addition of slow infused fresh vanilla pods add complexity and sweetness. Uh, the malts, Golden Promise, Flaked Oats, Vienna, Heritage Crystal, Dark Crystal Brown, Bittering Hop is Pilgrim, Alpha, CO2 Extract and Adjuncts are Coffee and Vanilla. Yeast is JW Lees and WLP095. Sounds like a Cloudwater beer. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I do like, you know, uh, stouts, porters, you know, coffee and beers, like when they put in black IPA. Mm. It's great, yeah. so that's the only real um, real life situation where I'd actually drink coffee inside a beer. So, ooh, just cracking it open, you can smell it. Smell the coffee. Nice. Mm. Nice. Um, I've I've had a sip. I've had a sip of mine. I don't think I'd mentioned it. It was eight percent, um, but it is very much a viscous, fruity double IPA. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's kind of the beer that that looks very nice. It's kind of the beer that you want on a very warm day if you want something a little bit yeah. stronger, perhaps. Um, you know, it, it very much looks like a hazy juice bomb. Uh, I think my camera is picking up it maybe a little more orangey than perhaps it actually is. Uh, you know, it's a when I say that, putting it in the light, it does have that. You know, it's so so hazy. It's just it's almost like orange juice, really. Uh, and on the on the flavour, it is it is a juice bomb. Getting tropical fruits. Yeah. Uh, It has got that viscosity to it as well, that slight thickness mm -hmm. on those fruits. 
they don't kick in you know you get maybe like two or three seconds before those fruits kick in and then they almost like attack your tongue and hit you in loads of different positions um, and you get the slight very very slight I don't know if it's the last beer but you get this very slight tingle mm. on the edge of edge of your on the end of your tongue as well on the tip um, that that maybe hints at a slight a slight bitterness mm. but not very much it's it's yeah. it's very pared back on its bitterness it's very smooth uh, the viscosity yes it's a little thicker but it's it's very clean it's very smooth going through and that goes okay. into the flavor as well so it's nice it's a little bit pared back it's not quite as fruity yeah. as a lot of um as a lot of sort of juice bombs or, or double ipas that we've had recently mm. it's it's pared back a little bit which is nice it's nice at this time of night not to kind of have that big juice bomb i think mm-hmm. at least for me yeah. so this is yeah it's 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 nice it's sort of subtle maybe it's a little subdued yeah uh, but it's easy to drink well, it reminds me what you're saying from like beer that you had was the last time. Uh, no, not last time. The time before, it was obviously the last time it was Cannibal Run. When you said yeah. it was like pared back slightly with the fruitiness, and but you couldn't quite describe what it was, what that was being replaced with. It sort of sounds like that beer. Can't remember mm, what did I have last bit. time? The time before last, I cannot remember. Mm, but but I you did say that you enjoyed a... it. But you said did say yeah. that the flavours was pared back slightly. I think the last mm. time I had a a verdant and pressure drop collaboration. Was it that one? It might have been that and one. And mm. then there was another beer. The I can't remember the second beer. Was it cloud water? Might have been. It's too far ago. Everything just rolls into one yeah, beer now. I can't remember what I drank yesterday. Can't remember where I was yesterday. What I did, what I saw. <laughs> bit of work, perhaps. No, you had the day off. E3. Yeah, well, I don't your know beer what taste? day it is, but <laughs> how does your beer taste? And we'll get back to E3. Uh, it's like far and beyond better than this. Oh, there's still beer left in here. Didn't even realise <laughs> picking it up. I can't, oh dear. Yeah. That that. I never leave beer in a can, you know, but this is so much better. Um, I, you probably can't pick it up, um, but it is very, 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 very dark brown. It's mm-hmm. not quite pure black, but, um, yeah. but it looks like a stout. Um, unless you look very closely, it looks like a stout. Yeah, nice. It looks like it's it's kind of got that nice creamy head to it. Mm, yeah. Very very dark. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. quite pick up that it's a, that it's brown. No. Maybe maybe just at the edge of the glass where it, where your blue where your where your t-shirt is just behind yeah. it. On that edge, it, you get a little hint of the brown, perhaps. Yeah, possibly. It's very hard to see, but uh, yeah, it looks very much like a stout, and it tastes very much like a stout. All that coffee packed into it. I don't know how this would be a brown ale as such it's like brown ales as i say i've never had an imperial brown ale this is how they're meant to taste like what i imagine most would think is like a conventional stout or porter uh it's wonderful it it's creamy it's just smooth it's got coffee packed into it so you know it's just warm and comforting Mm. um it's not too heavy. It's like that good, that good, uh, like middle ground between like 
a porter, which is usually lighter ABV, and like a like imperial stout. It's just right in the middle. It's not too alcoholic. It's just smooth, and it gives you all those comforting feelings that a stout would. Yeah. But it's not too alcoholic. It's okay. not too heavy. It's not too overblown. It's it's a really good beer. I'm so nice. So much better than what I had before. Good, good. shout for. Yes. Asking for another beer. Yes. Yes. Well, I thought. We can probably talk for you know our highlights and the things that we enjoyed from E3 for at least another three hours, can't we? But <laughs> yeah. what we probably do to keep this down a little bit mm. is maybe just talk for another sort of ten minutes or so. Um, so maybe just another couple each yeah. of the, the of the highlights. We kind of we very uh, organically rolled through a few things, but maybe now we'll we'll, we'll, we'll zoom in a little bit and and pick. A couple of things that that really caught our eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start with you, Lucy. What um, what else other than what we've spoken about already yeah. kind of jumped out to you? I'll I'll stick with a quick one. I think one will be shared between us, but um, one that's very quick is Doom Eternal. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, this was going to be my next oh, one. Was yes. it? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and then we might share another one then. But <sighs> it was like a I watched it back actually. It's a minute trailer rather than thirty seconds, but yep, shows nothing. Shows no gameplay, and this nope. is my most hyped game of E3 because Doom twenty sixteen was that was something else. What that, did it? They the 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 guys came out on the stage, didn't they? And they gave a little yes. bit of information. They said, "We're giving you more demons to fight. Yes, uh, they're giving us more weapons to yes. use." And they've made it literally hell on earth. Yeah, and and seeing uh, those guys come out, I don't know if anyone's watched the no clip like documentaries of Doom. Absolutely, yeah. go watch that. But I yeah. saw those two faces and how like passionate they were about mm. Doom, and just how they got it, and that's what they put into the game. Seeing those two come out on stage, I was like, I'm sold. It's, I'm sold. And that trailer is so cool. It is, it's very cool because you hear like yeah. the Mick Gordon riffs coming in, and it's and you just see yeah you see hell on earth as you said, and you see the demons and oh, and he, he just starts cocking his shotgun and I was like yes yes it just <laughs> yeah I can't wait I yeah can't wait. Uh, I really want that okay, but they, <laughs> they didn't give amazing. us they didn't give us any date did they they're going to be shown off at QuakeCon which I believe is in oh August. yes that's true yes yeah. Was it 2019? I can't. Remember. I'd imagine that's a 2019 game because, like, some I of hope so. some of it are obviously working on Rage, but I think most of the team is probably working on the next Doom. I imagine. Well, I was, uh, yeah, because uh, who is actually making Rage? Avalanche. Id, Id and Avalanche. Yeah. So Avalanche is making Rage with support from Id. Yes. Uh, so you'd imagine Id are giving over resources when they're needed mm-hmm. or just giving expertise you know being on Skype and being on the phone yeah. all of the time whilst making the next Doom game yeah you're, you're exactly right as far as what I've heard is that Avalanche are taking over the um, main control of that game and it are just the support role so mm-hmm. I'd imagine that oh, uh, most of them are working on Doom Eternal yes I can't, I can't, um, I can't that wait. I say about we'll just pick things, but that does organically move me into something. Um, I I absolutely loved Bethesda's conference. Uh, yeah, it was good. I think it was a, 
I always think Bethesda are the best conference, but they are. And it's well, like I only care about like two of their properties as well. But I think well, exactly, exactly. Great conference. But any conference that opens with Andrew WK for me <laughs> is going to be a winner. That man is he, beautiful. He's got a lot There's, of energy. He oh, just keeps going and tight just jeans. Keeps fucking going. <laughs> Uh, mm. Man, man, can he play the fucking piano? Just ridiculous. Mm. But, <laughs> but, have you got uh, a man rage... crush? Have you got a little man De- crush? If, if I have a man crush, it's definitely Andrew <laughs> WK. Absolutely no fucking doubt. Um, but he, he kind of he uh, his one of his songs has been used for uh, like the Rage 2 trailer. So the show opened yeah. up with him playing that song and then them showing Rage 2. Mm-hmm. And from what they've shown and from Id working on it and from Avalanche working on it, if this is almost a hybrid of Mad Max and A game which you really Doom, liked, yeah. Yeah, if it's a hybrid between Mad Max and Doom, I'm sold. Yeah. I, I From what I've seen, it looks pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little bit... Um, I'm not worried, hmm. but all I've seen so far is first-person shooting. I haven't seen. I, I yeah, thought they yeah. might have. I thought they might have put in a few of the sort of the melee up-close kills from Doom as well. And hmm. I think they've they've obviously brought in a lot of the vehicle combat from Mad Max. It's it's all first-person shooting as well, which you know the first Rage was anyway. So. They've kind of gone with that formula again, but I thought maybe hmm. it might have just just pu- pushed in that kind of brutal melee kill, even if it's just with the back with the butt of your shotgun, or you know, because you're you're fighting mutants and sort of like raiders and things like that rather than maybe hmm. demons, perhaps. But yeah, I'd have I'd have just liked that to have hmm. been in there as well. But for me, Rage is looking really good. Uh- I'm not sure because it looks like they're focusing on like the boomerang and more long range yes. weapons. Yeah. Um, what I really wanted to see was just I think it's in a bit of like the gameplay demo. It's just like I just want to see a shotgun. I don't want to see like like something that you have to empty like sixteen clips in um, yeah. to get the enemy down. I don't want to see like assault rifle. I want to see like a shotgun, mm. <laughs> and, and um, that will convince me. I don't like open world like. First person games. Um, yeah. For me, I suffer from motion sickness, so like playing the first, fir- not first, <laughs> well, kind of the resurgence of Far Cry, Far Cry, Far, Far Cry Three. Yep. Um, I couldn't play it because it's like got motion sick. Um, to spend like forty hours in a first person open world is a bit daunting. Um, yeah. The only reason why I'm interested... In, I never played the first Rage. The only reason why I'm interested at all because it are in that. But mm. I don't know how much of the spirit of like Doom 2016 is going to be in it. Especially, as you said, that we haven't seen any up-close um, kills. I don't think that's the kind of game. I think it's probably going to be like... Not shooting, guys, that's such a negative term. But, but more like corridor shooting. So... Maybe not getting up and close to people, more using the boomerang and the long range uh, yeah, weapons and yeah. slamming down into the ground. A, a bit more maybe like Borderlands than Doom. No, don't say that. That just turns me off completely. Not <laughs> not, the, not the not the loot sort of style, but <laughs> yeah. the kind of like the stick mm. back and and yeah. sort of shoot at people. Mm. Um, hopefully, it doesn't churn numbers out of you know out of the top of them and stuff like that. I don't but. think it 
does. I don't think they've confirmed that. I think media, from what I know so far, is that they're concerned about the open world part. Right. Only because probably they haven't seen that part. They're, mm. they're like, we're very confident how this feels as a first-person shooter, but in terms of open world, we're not quite sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. I, I, it's one of those where if it reviews really well, like, really, really well, I'll probably pick it up. Yeah. If it's, like, even at eight, which is completely unreasonable for me, but for something that's such a barrier in terms of, like, my motion sickness, I don't know if I could spend that long in a 40-hour well, game. I'll pick it up and I'll send it to you. And then I'll never get around to playing it. But then if you, <laughs> you, can, you can stick it in. If you bounce off it, mm. you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. It should be fine, because Doom was fine for me, but... Yeah. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else have you got? What? What? Say. Um. You know, we can list off at the end, mm-hmm. like all of the other things that yeah. we kind of enjoyed. But what else do you want to kind of have a little bit of a discussion about? Well, I was going to say control because I thought you Ooh, might be on that as well. Yes. You might be on the control train too. Yes. Mm. That's good. I rewatched the good. trailer. It looks like in- inside in three D, with guns. It looks trippy, ooh, like inside. Ooh, so it definitely looks trippy. Yes, it yeah, definitely does. Like people just hanging uh, there from the walls, and you got like the telekinesis. Mm, that, cool. like that manipulation mm. effect, looks really good. And yeah, uh, so this is made by Remedy. I is it published by Five Hundred Five? Yes, it is. Yeah, which people are so, saying automatically saying, "Oh, this is going to be like a mid-tier game," and it's like. Remedy uh, have said, never done like no, they haven't. I, I think Five O Five have got a little bit of a, a, a not a bad rep. But they don't. They, yeah, aren't know. they publishing that uh, Walking Dead game or something? Ooh, or is that be. Starbreeze? I can't remember. But but it's like oh, Five O Five are not I think a that small. Is yeah, Five O Five are not a small developer. No, you know they're not tiny. But I th- it, if Quantum Break is anything to go by, like and like their previous games, Matt's Pain and. And then wake if it has, mm, if it has like the oh. weird weirdness and the darkness of like, you know, Alan Wake sort of and Max Payne, and the combat, the combat in Quantum Break is the best thing about that game. It's mm. like everything else around it was pretty crap, but the combat is where that game shines. <laughs> I'm sold. It's like yes, but they've only been working on it for two years, so I don't think it's going to be 2019. Well, I, I, I if it's going to be 2019, I think it's going to be late 2019. Um, I think it's pushed to 2020. Yeah, maybe, mm. maybe. Uh, but that's going to be a good. Wouldn't game. Wouldn't be the first game to be pushed, but it does that that kind of shifting environment. As soon as I saw that, it, it rather than another game, it actually made me think of something like Inception, um, mm. and yeah. and almost you know very soon afterwards, kind of made me think of something like Portal. Where you're moving through an environment and stuff is okay. all automatically kind of changing around you and stuff, and yeah. you then have the ability to then manipulate that perhaps, and to use it to kind of your advantage. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, someone and, did liken it to like yeah, cube, which is yeah, like yeah. portal. So I yeah. get the I get the uh, connection. Mm. Mm. So yeah, it looked. I mean, it looks fantastic. It looks very, um, and it's something. It's something I thought about Death Stranding as well. It looks very lonely. Yeah, and I don't yeah, know whether it, yeah. it's not uh, Death Stranding a little bit different. It's kind of 
very um, not stark environments, but a, a little bit sparse. You're by yourself. You're walking yeah. through with your luggage and all that sort of stuff. Whereas Control l tonally looked quite dark, yeah. and you only really see this the character that you're playing, and then enemies who have been like pinned to the ceiling and and stuff like this. Mm. It looks very. Um, very devoid of, of almost like humans, really. And that yeah, might be just yeah. what they've shown to us. Well, no, you're absolutely right. For, narratively, that's really what they mentioned. You you become the director of this, like, company, which is, like, meant to be, like, you know, imagine if, like, X-Files had all that weird technology and stored it in, like, one building from, like, all the... <laughs> you know, and then that went wrong, and then... Those enemies hanging hanging from the ceiling are like past employees, and they're yeah. attacking you or something like that. They will get possessed. So yeah, you're absolutely right, and that's what it looks like narratively. And yeah, it does look like it could be like some survival horror to it as well. So mm. it, yeah, it, it kind of uh, I've not um, I've not played Prey uh, or, or no, the, 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 really the most recent iteration yeah. of Prey, mm. but it kind of I played the demo. Me too. And it, it reminded me a little bit of that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that demo, you're going through the facility and you go, you sit in that room to do yeah. that kind of like tutorial kind of bit. And it almost made me think a little bit of that. Like that, you know, you, you had little shots of maybe rooms where like a little experiment was going on in and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. maybe it kind of yeah. it has the same sort of feel uh, as it that does, as well. Yeah. So, it does, yeah. like immersive sims slash kind of dead space, but the aliens you're fighting are humans. Yeah. <laughs> who have been yeah. possessed. Yeah, it looks really cool. Mm, mm. But just to list another game off, uh, Ori. I think yeah. that's going to be... An Im just hearing what the devs are saying as well. They're like, we want to make this the Super Mario Bros. free to what Super Mario, Super Mario Bros. was. And it's like, that's all PR speak, obviously. Completely, But yeah. knowing how good the first one is mm. and seeing that they just want to up that... That's going to be an amazing game. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. 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 I, I, I see in that getting very high. I mean, the first one got high praise, I think. It did. Just the way that they're evolving the combat system, um, evolving the Metroidvania aspect, aspects of it. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that either. Yeah. And mm. there's, there's, a, there's an absolute ton of games that I cannot wait for at all. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna. I, 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 well, I'll talk about one <laughs> one final game, but yeah. I will. But first, I'm gonna list some yeah, stuff list to you. Them. So, yeah. yeah, like Spider Man, mm -hmm. um, Wolfenstein, Youngblood. Yes, yes, yes. That I don't know looks what that is. super cool. I don't want to well, play as long as it's single player. You can play in single. You, player. You can play a single player, but you oh, also ace. play as a co-op game as well. Yeah, but that looks I kind of I almost want like both experiences really. Uh, but uh, Cyberpunk looks. We see nothing of what that game is actually going to be. That, that made me from zero to yeah, I'm interested now. Yeah, it looks yeah. like Fifth Element. Oh, it looks so good. That setting is fantastic. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Uh, what else did we see? Uh, Tunic from Microsoft's oh, yeah, the conference fox as well. Yeah, yeah, the little yeah. fox game that looks absolutely brilliant. Mm. I really like that. Um, Can you so... go five for five? Am I interested in the next one? If you say Ooh. Death Stranding, then absolutely not. No, so, uh, so an, uh, another one. I'm I'm kind of interested in Beyond Good and Evil Two, 
but more so for the community involvement (laughs) and what that actually entails and what that's going to be. Uh, Mate. (laughs) The setting looks really cool, but it sounds like it's going to be Destiny. I don't care. And this whole, oh, get your art in the game. It's not that. It's This game is going to take us 15 years to make. Oh, this is still a tech demo. Yeah, completely. Make it completely. Send us your art so it makes twelve years to make. Oh, it's it's it's, so, it's next gen. Absolutely no doubt that's a next gen game. It it feels a bit skeevy to me. I I appreciate that, you know. So so you know, so many companies like run competitions and stuff like that. Get this in the game. Get your imprint in the game. This sounds like the game. We haven't finished it. We still need help making it. Otherwise, mm. if we don't get help making, it, we're just not going to make it. It's still going to be this tech demo. Help us! It's it just—I I don't like the sound of it. If—if if that's not what it is, then fair play. I think yeah. that's great that there's someone out there who loves Beyond Good and Evil, the first one, and it's probably got like fan art on their walls. And it's like, I want to have—I want to have this in the next game. This game inspired me to be a photographer or something like that. Mm. I don't know, and that's cool. But it doesn't sound like that at all. It sounds yeah, like, please fair. help us make this we, game. We have, almost, we have almost no information on it, really. Yeah. Uh, a it's game like, we have quite a lot of information mm, on, no. which I was uh, interested in and wanted something more from, but I'm still interested in because they didn't give us anything more, is The Division 2. Mm. Uh, I really, I, I, that, that looked really cool. I really like yeah. that. Uh, cool. But that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is Sea of Solitude. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which is one of these was it EA originals do they call them um as a way out was something like that uh, yeah as i believe uh, yarny was published under Yanni too. as well yeah, you were Yanni right too. yarny's revenge rewoven yep. rewoven reloaded yeah. relocked <laughs> yep he's there he's well you you can play it now yeah. uh, but yeah. yeah sea of sea of solitude we didn't see a huge amount but the 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 dev that came on that said, you know, this is written from kind of like personal experience, and I put a lot into this stuff. She was she was absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then what they showed, it kind of almost made me think a little bit, um, almost of something like submerged. Oh but... Ben, I was just about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we are telepathic. Exactly, exactly. We've we've hung out far too, too much, much, obviously. <laughs> um, but it made me think a bit, a little bit about that. But a, a much darker take. Mm. Uh, and she's talking. You know, the the developer who's talking on screen or on on stage, sorry, um, about this game is talking about depression, about where that kind of comes from. Uh, not just about for the person experiencing mm. it, but how other people interact with you and experience that, and how that may kind of um, you know, develop what this character in this game is doing. It looks so dark, and you almost look like you are the antagonist, yeah. but you're the protagonist as well. And that's super interesting that you're almost kind of like fighting against yourself <laughs> and your own <laughs> inner kind of feelings and thoughts and stuff. Have you and played Celeste? Not yet, mate. Well, not yet. That's coming. Ex- that's coming. You just described Celeste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is still my game of the year before Hitman comes out, so... <laughs> yeah, but that honestly, that is Celeste, and yeah. it does it so well. But yeah, this game looks... Um, I'm not too hot on it. I want to see what the gameplay is more so, but yeah, yeah just the authenticity from the dev and you know Completely. the passion. 
it's just a great great thing to see it is it mm. is and it was a surprising thing to see on EA stage uh, and they've almost done everything it in the last few years to be fair so yeah, you know yeah. They, they've been bringing it. it it's like I EA gets a lot of crap rightly so but they don't get enough praise for this it's like none of they don't get any proceeds from pushing out this game funding this game it's like no one else does that you know no one else yeah yeah I don't, don't. even they probably get some money from buying it through their you know like EA Origins or EA Access possibly probably but, yeah but what's that in the scheme of things mm. you know hmm it's really good. Yeah, completely. They make like 30p per copy <laughs> exactly. or something like that. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they may not even require that. Who knows? I, I, probably mm. it is EA, but still, you know, like, it's good. It's good. It is. It is. And it was kind of that um, that very unexpected moment as well. You know, we, we kind of knew a lot of the stuff that we'd kind of see going into this. And I, d- I knew nothing of Suicide Shoot. I hadn't even heard of it before this, so it was yeah. a nice, a nice surprise to um, to see, and something that really caught my eye and stood out against yeah. FIFA and Madden and all that bollocks that's <laughs> churned out every fucking year, you know. You mean you're not excited for uh, all the uh, seamless integration of uh, FUT tokens? What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, mate. <laughs> FUT. Exactly, and now and stay Seamless tuned after this for our, our new podcast, which is all about FIFA Ultimate Team, because Pez. we know a fucking shitload about that, don't we? Mate, Pez has been a better game for a while. Pez looks has, like real life now. It's Pez crazy. is fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's definitely my football game of choice uh, if I bought a football game to play. In but the last ten years, yeah, which hasn't yeah, happened. Yeah. So, uh, Lucy, I've hmm. listed off some games. Um, um, give us just just list off the other games that you kind of interested in that kind of took your eye, perhaps. I think Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That looks like a samurai game, and samurai yes. games are cool. Um, <laughs> n- nothing that we haven't covered that I can remember. The Last of Us, mm. Ori, Doom. Doom is definitely my game of the of E3, but we've not actually seen anything. Yeah. Um, no, nothing. Nintendo didn't show anything of interest. Bottom mm, Hollow Knight got mm. that. Microsoft. No, I think that's it. Honestly. Nice. Nice. Mm. If I come okay. up with anything, I will probably scream about it on the next uh, podcast do it but, yeah definitely mm. definitely i think uh just to, uh, as one final game and i didn't see a huge amount of it i think it was shown on the pc gamer show which i missed but it was originally shown on microsoft's show Hitman which was sable. Oh, right. oh, no, sable sable <laughs> yeah uh yeah, just you didn't see much on microsoft but the art style on that looks absolutely fantastic speaking of an indie game my friend pedro as well from Devolver. Oh, oh yes, Devolver. We haven't even touched on Devolver. Devolver was fucking <laughs> m- absolutely mental, which is what you should conference. have expected from them. It was a brilliant <laughs> conference. It was good. Yes. It was much better, I felt, than last year. I know you really yes. liked last year. But, but no, I, I think it was. was. Yeah. I, I agree. I completely agree. It was exactly mm. what they needed to do. Yeah. And my friend Pedro was, was, you know, what do we have? Was it called Mech Air Wolf or something, whatever it's called? Wolf Warfare? I don't know. No, and then Scum, which looks ridiculous, but 
Uh, but yeah, my friend my Pedro. My friend Pedro looks cool. Looks brilliant. Looks I think we should end brilliant. it on that. End it on a banana. We should. Good. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a chat talking banana. <laughs> and a man shooting people on a skateboard. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So, Lucy, if people want to talk to you about their thoughts on E3, the beers that you've drank, how do they do that? We'll get into beers in a minute. Just, gonna be right, oh, right. just checking. Just checking. I'll get the shit out of the way first. Yeah. Uh, uh, Juicy Loose 9 on Xbox and PlayStation at Tanked Up Lucy on Twitters. Brilliant. I'm at Nova underscore 47 on PlayStation, on Steam, and on Twitter. You may be watching us on YouTube if you're doing so. Follow us on your podcast service of choice. Um, we're obviously tanked on there. Or if you're listening to us on your podcast service of choice, you know, look at our faces on YouTube and just goes out of lives. Don't tell YouTube the FBI where I am. No, don't. No. We've I've done this already, so don't worry about any of this. So beers, let's talk about beers. Or oh, hang on, what's the Twitter for Tanked Up? Tanked Up underscore Cast. Do that one too. Chat to us. Beers. You've had kind of two official beers and one unofficial beer. Which is your favourite? Which is your favourite <laughs> yeah. beer? Yeah, the unofficial beer won't even get a mention here. Um, which is the eight bit? Just just to make everyone know, it's not it's not the um. Well, that was the unofficial beer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm counting that as the unofficial beer. Um, it's it's hard. Um, I really like that whip beer, and I really like this Imperial Brown Ale. But um, yeah, two very different beers. Yeah. Mm. Can I cheat? Can I cheat? Of course. It's you our can. first video one. I'll you cheat. do what you like, mate. Yeah. <laughs> They're equal. They're both great. Um, nice. Just mention their names again if anyone wants to pick them up. It's the Crom River from St. Francis Brewing Company. And it is the... Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you see, if you weren't recording this, you could have just edited that out. But That's true. Teething problems. No more. Uh, uh, do these collaborations ever have a name? It's the Yandaro Imperial Brown Ale from uh, Cloudwater and Square Mile Coffee Roasters. Mm. I, I'm mm. not sure if it has an official name that I can see, but yeah, there's the can. Cool. Yes, nice. For everyone to see when they go into their bottle shop next. Mm. Or can shop as it is becoming sort of more yeah. known as, I suppose. Mm. Um, for me, I don't think it's... I don't think for me this week it is a uh, a draw... I've had three beers, three beers which I've enjoyed. Um, the two tribes which I started on, the American Pale Ale, was nice. You got a nice fruitiness through it. You got a good bitterness to there too. Mm. Um, the Verdant and Cloudwater double IPA is very similar to some other double IPAs that I've had. It is a little bit of a juice one, maybe pared back slightly. Mm. But this popples, this West Coast India Pale Ale, mm. complete enigma of a beer for me was absolutely fantastic I have no idea what's going on in this beer what did I say there's a little bit of caramel the malts are kicking yeah. in a little bit more which maybe is pulling back a little bit of a fruity sort of stone fruit flavour mm. yeah, see I can remember things um, but there's absolutely no doubt that I could have smashed that beer all night I could have just drank and drank and drank that beer I don't I'm not a stone fruits guy Mm. I don't want that. It's fine in a one-off beer as as just having that beer and then going to something else. But this, I could have nailed completely. 
Uh, it's really well made. It's balanced very well. And I have no idea about this beer whatsoever, where it's made. Uh, so it's, it's Popple's Brewery, and it's the West Coast IPA. If you see it, pick it up. Right, uh, I mean, go track them down. Yeah, find it. Find it. It was a complete yeah. random pick off of the shelf when I went into the bottle shop last. So, a very good pick, obviously. Yeah. Good. And now I need to find them on Twitter to say, Harass them. Hooray. Send me more. Send me more, man, please. <laughs> so, that's it. We've done our shout outs and our stuff. Follow us on things. We've told you all about our beers. We've told you all about E3. So, for another week. You've been slightly tank. I'm, it's an 8%. I'm finishing on 8% beer, so I'm yeah. feeling it a little bit. I'm okay. I'm okay. You're okay. I had Good. two beers before this as well. Okay. All right. Well, excellent. Well, yeah. even better. So, for another week, I've been slightly tanked up, and Lucy is just feeling pretty normal. Sight. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my, indeed. Now I've got to press buttons to stop things. Mm. Good luck with that.